0: have a scripture that I I want to um, talk about today I just want to lay out what's been on my mind and on my heart I mean it's past 1 a.m. in the morning and I can't get any sleep and I just feel the need to put this out there you know I was listening to Francis Chan I've been listening to Francis Chan a lot lately and I've been realizing That suffering is a big part of the gospel I was I was reading Philippians 3 and then I put on a message and he happened to be talking about the same thing the same scriptures that i had been reading Philippians 3 1 John 4 it's incredible how much suffering is a part of the gospel and the way I see it suffering is the cost of intimacy with God I mean Philippines 310 is just such a profound scripture I mean but the thing is many Christians today will say you know what God give me power give me intimacy but keep the suffering keep the suffering for yourself and contradicts the gospel it doesn't make sense all of what jesus preached every single time he tried to let people know if you were gonna follow me you were gonna encounter suffering you were going to pay a, a, a deadly cost the cost of obedience really this is why God says to obey is to better than sacrifice because obedience is a greater sacrifice than sacrificing itself. The cost of following Christ is is suffering. I mean I mean the closer you get to God, the more you lean on him. And the more you lean on him, you realize that you will be afflicted because because look at Paul. You will be afflicted in, in, in Jesus' name. You will be given a weakness like Paul was given a weakness. Paul was given a thorn in his flesh to keep him in subjection that he may know the sufficiency of the grace of God. If you want to get closer to God, be prepared to face suffering. I mean, G- Jesus was talking about the treasure in the field, but when you find it, you leave everything else. Are we prepared really to give up everything for the sake of the gospel are we prepared to understand that the cost of intimacy this intimacy preaching that has been so just flooded the media these days everywhere I look it's oh, the key to um, the key to Christianity is intimacy the key to Christianity's relationship but they won't tell you that the cost of this is suffering is suffering is great deep suffering and sorrow and i'm not talking about godly sorrow i'm not talking about earthly grief i'm talking about the closer you get to god the more you know his heart the more he breaks your heart for what breaks his and do you know what breaks god's heart people his love for people and it's not easy to love people loving people is a burden do you know how crazy it is. Do you know how difficult it is when we pray to God, God teach me to see people the way you see them. Do you know how God sees people? Do you understand the greatness of his compassion? <laughs> it's just, This is just mind blowing really. But they won't tell you this. They won't tell you that the cost of intimacy is suffering they'll wait for you to discover it and Jesus wasn't like this Jesus was telling people right from the onset that listen if you're gonna follow me you're gonna forsake your mother you're gonna forsake your father you're gonna forsake your kids you're gonna forsake everything are you ready to do that that's what the parable of the sower is about are you ready to be good soil because I'm not gonna Jesus tells them right out of hand I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pay attention to anything that's not good soil he tells them straight off the bat he says all the time, who's my mother? Who are my brothers? Who are my sisters? Those who do those who do, those who obey God. If we are not ready, if we're not ready to forsake everything, if we're not ready to realize that the, the, that the cost of intimacy is suffering then what are we doing? Because we can't ask God for his power, we can't ask God for intimacy and then tell him to keep the suffering it's like yeah, just keep that. I don't want that. But I want intimacy. I want intimacy. I want it to look like I'm, I'm, I'm close to you. I want to look like I'm best friends with you. But when, when in times of, tr- of trouble, I just say, yeah, I don't. No, not really. Are we ready? Are we really ready? Are we really ready to know that the heart of God, at the heart of God, really is suffering? Can you imagine the, gr- the great suffering that Jesus faced all the way at the cross? And he told the disciples, he told them, really, you will suffer on account of me. You will seriously suffer an account of me if you can't face that then just give up now jesus wasn't trying to con people the cost of intimacy is suffering i can't stress this enough obedience to god will not kill you but where it does you won't die let me say that again obedience to god will not kill you but where it does you won't die we need to expand our minds from understanding that death is not just physical if you obey god it probably, obeying God's instructions will probably not kill you, but where it does get you killed, understand that you have gained life. You have gained life because you have gained eternal life. You are alive. You won't die by obeying God's instructions. Expand your mind. Even if you face a physical death on this earth, you will live. You will live. Obedience to God is the key to life. It's the key to life. Even where you die on account of obeying God, it's 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 just it's not it's not death that death is 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 minor real death is separation from god and separation from god comes from disobedience comes from sin so the cost of intimacy the cost of of being that close and of going deeper with god is great suffering so we must trust god on three fronts we must trust god entirely we must trust god intimately and we must trust god infinitely trust God infinitely not just one aspect so some people trust God for their marriage but they won't trust God with their finances that's not infinite trust you need to trust God for every area of your life you need to trust God intimately you need to trust God deeply not just a surface trust like oh yeah I know you can do this but trust him trust him deeply and trust him totally not half-hearted not having backup plans and further options and in case options no trust god period that's the cost that this is the cost of intimacy guys this is the cost of intimacy forsake everything give up that boyfriend give up that career that job it says everything that i gained i now consider lost for the sake of the gospel the cost of intimacy the cost of intimacy is suffering i cannot stress this enough and Philippians 3 10 blew my mind I sat this morning in just I could not it says I want to know Christ yes to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings becoming like him in his death and so somehow attaining to the resurrection of the dead that is the cost of intimacy we will participate in his sufferings we will become like him in his death and we will attain to the resurrection from the dead that is it that is the cost that is the cost of intimacy If you want to know Jesus, you must participate in his sufferings, there's no way out of it. Go and study what he suffered. Go and study what he went through. Go and study the opposition that he faced. Go and study the rejection that he faced. Go and study that. And often we we always feel that rejection is like it's a bondage, like it's a demonic thing. And in some cases it is. But sometimes rejection is just a part of the gospel. Yeah? That's it. So you, you want intimacy? You want to be closer to God? You want to go deeper with God? Here, participate in Jesus' sufferings. That's that's it. That's what I have to say to you. People won't tell you this. People won't tell you this. And I just, I'm just finding this out for myself. This is where I am in my walk with God. I'm talking to God about my purpose. I'm talking to God about my future. And He's telling me, participate in my sufferings. And I'm like, what does, this, what does that even mean? What, do, what is this? Like, I want to be closer to you, God. And He's telling me, participate in my sufferings. Let me break your heart for what breaks mine. Let me teach you to love people. Let me teach you how far I will go for people. Let me teach you how to bear that burden of love. Love is burdensome. Love is so burdensome. Look at how it's described in 1 Corinthians 13 and tell me that love is not burdensome. I think love is the only thing in scripture that's described in such detail with so many other qualifying words kindness and patience and long stuff. it's just described with so many other things that's burdensome keeps no record of wrongs what I'm the kind of person who can remember things that have done to me in like 2005 are you telling me to participate in Jesus's sufferings I have to bear no record of wrongs done to me Jesus looks at them on the cross and says forgive them for they know not what they're doing participate in Christ's sufferings, that's the key to intimacy. That's the cost of intimacy. Well, obedience is the key to intimacy, but the cost of obedience is, that you, is suffering. It's not complex, but it's so, I'm looking for a word, it's so counter flesh kind of. It's not the natural human thing to do. Do you understand what I'm saying? We run away from suffering. Our body defends against things that, that threaten to harm us. But here is God saying no no come come to me come to me you want to be intimate you want to be close to me let me teach you to lean on me let me teach you to depend on me let me give you a weakness that shows you my grace let me give you a weakness so that you know that my grace is sufficient for you let me give you a weakness let me teach you let me teach you let me put a thorn in your flesh let me teach you to keep your body under subjection Philippians 3 tells you have no confidence in the flesh because your flesh will face suffering. It will face serious suffering. If you really truly want to be intimate and you want to know Christ Jesus, then you must participate in his suffering. You must become like him in his death. And you must attain to the resurrection from the dead. That's the only way. That's the only the only way. Okay. So we want power and we want intimacy, but the only way to get power through intimacy is to die because power is resurrection power that's the power that we all want we want resurrection power but in order to resurrect you have to die you can't gain resurrection power if you don't die and in order to die you must suffer you must participate in Jesus's sufferings so that's the cost the cost of intimacy forsake everything give up everything what is that degree It's meaningless this is meaningless turn it over to God and let him use it this is where I am this is where I am just being everyone calls for transparency here I am telling you guys about the things that bug my heart at 1 a.m. in the morning this is this is what bothers me because I'm speaking to God God what do you want me to do with my future and he's telling me all sorts of things he's telling me all sorts of things all sorts of things about suffering and about people and about cultures and about the the generation that I've been called to serve Do you know know how, 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 how dangerous it is? Do you know the kind of people that we're going to encounter on our journey to tell people about the gospel? Do you know the kind of people that you're going to meet? Do you know how burdensome it will be to love those people? We're not even talking about our own family. Sometimes it's hard to love our own family. God is calling us to love strangers. This is suffering. This is not a fancy job. God is calling us. God is telling us things like, put my kingdom first and all other things will be added unto you. You know, don't serve don't serve mammon, don't serve that spirit of money. And it's not that money is not key to the gospel. That's not what God is saying. Money 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 will serve the interests of God. Money will serve the will and the purpose of God if it's in the right hands. Of course. But what God is saying is don't be somebody that wants a basic security. Listen, your house is not guaranteed. Your life is not guaranteed. Nothing. <laughs> Your house is not guaranteed. The food you will eat. For, forget all this. Forget it. Just leave it in God's hands, and stop trying to deal with that. Stop trying to deal with the basic necessities. Stop that. Stop that. Stop worrying. Oh, what are we going to eat tomorrow? Leave that. Leave it, because it's in God's hands. It's in God's hands. Just focus on the kingdom. Focus. And I mean, okay, we're all real we're all real obviously food is important obviously shelter is important but when you elevate those things above God's will and God's plan and God's purpose then you are serving a spirit of mammon then you are serving your flesh you need to understand that those things are secondary and that's why Jesus that's what Jesus is saying Jesus is saying do you think I'm so that's what Francis Chan said he says do we really think that Jesus is so great that we will abandon our parents we will abandon our children for him do we really I think about it. Do you really think Jesus is so great? Do you really think Jesus is so great that you will forsake everything else? Because many of us have many passions. We love a lot. We love Jesus. It's not that we don't love Jesus. It's not like we don't love God. We love God, but we love a lot of other things. And that's where I am right now. I'm struggling with a million and one interests. As a creative being, I get ideas all the time. I'm flooded with ideas. I run. I run through about at least 25 ideas in a day. And i have to sit and discern i have to sit with god and discern okay which one is from the holy spirit which one do i put down which one is part of my purpose which one is irrelevant which one is will not serve the interests of the kingdom of god i have a lot of passions if you is is jesus how many other things are sharing your love along with god that's something we need to think about yeah you love jesus but you also love a lot of other things and Jesus is saying, no, you can only have me. There's only a room. That I, I am the kind of person who likes to have the full room in your heart. I don't like sharing. God is a jealous God. I don't like sharing. So the cost of intimacy is that God is jealous. You want to be closer to him? You're going to have to give up everything else. You want to walk deeper with him? You're going to have to give up everything else. Give it up. That spouse. This is why they say Christian marriages don't work unless both people are in love with God. It won't work any other way. Because God is jealous, you want to be, you want to be intimate with God, you want to be closer to God. Wow, you're gonna to have to give up everything else. That's that's Jesus says so. Jesus says so. Jesus, just read that parable of the treasure in the field, and he he says that person found it and he just threw threw away everything else just for that one treasure. He's willing to give up every single. Do we? Uh, every time I, I I think about that I hear Francis Chan in my head saying do you really think Jesus is that great because we can sing of his greatness but do we really believe that he's worth giving up everything for because that is the cost of intimacy we cannot we can no longer pretend to be close to God by just praying to him and reading our Bibles at some point we're gonna have to live out the reality by participation okay By participation in his sufferings by allowing God to break your heart for what breaks his by moving and flowing in that compassion in that love in that burden of intercession in praying for people in loving people in loving strangers who we have never seen in praying for people that are all the way in Syria that we do not even know by name but we know by category We don't know know their individual names, but we we know a category of people that we can pray for. We can pray for refugees. Can God break your heart for those people? Can you bear that burden of waking up with cold shivers at 4 a.m. in the morning thinking a girl is being raped right now? Can I pray for her? That is the cost of intimacy, but they won't tell you this. They won't tell you. They'll just tell you, no, be intimate with God, read your Bible, pray those two things edify you what are you doing for people that's the cost of intimacy if you're intimate with God and you come out of it you've edified yourself what next participate in his sufferings attain to the resurrection from the dead become like him in his death that's the cost that's the cost of intimacy you will only go deeper with God when you participate the sufferings of jesus when you allow yourself to be conformed to his image and it's not just about looking like jesus in in attaining to the fruits of this in the, the fruits of the spirit and being gentle and being kind yes all those things edify you but what are you doing for others look at what jesus did for others that's where we're going people that's where we're going i can't stress this enough it's been on my heart and i think i feel already feel a release and i feel a peace I think I can go to bed now because I'm going to say it one last time. The cost of intimacy is suffering. God bless you.